Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Hey, listeners. Looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, adulters. It's uh, me, Daniela. And me, Andrew. And welcome to today's episode. We have an exciting guest coming on the show a bit later. Um, she's someone that I think you guys are all very familiar with. A very kind soul, may I say. And um, yeah, it's a it's a good morning so far. We've got our coffees and G is taking a nap, which is always a good thing. So this is what we call nap time hustle. Let's just describe exactly what's happening right okay. now. So I moved the desk in the office so we can both see outside. And yep. we can face each other. We're facing each other. Eye to eye. I have a candle lit in the middle of the table. This is how this guy does it. We have our, our mic stands set up. We're ready to go. Laptops Obviously, because we're recording right now. Mm-hmm. And our monitor, our baby monitor. <laughs> our baby monitor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's parenting. It's just the coffee hasn't kicked in. Ugh. How many times did you get up last night? I actually, I didn't even tell you. I got up at one, which yep. makes perfect sense yep. because I dreamt fed him around nine thirty ten. Okay. And then I got up at four. That's it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. And then oh he slept until gosh. like seven ish. Yes. We're getting somewhere in life, kids. Dude, this is this is good news. Um, because if you've been listening, you know that we've been waking up about twenty seven and a half times <laughs> a night. So two times yeah. is a freaking win. We'll so, take it. Yeah, it's a huge win. I think what helped me was saying, like, let's scratch the idea of sleep training him right now because it was too difficult to just let him, like, scream and cry. Neither one of us was getting any sleep. It was hurting our hearts, and it was a lot on him. So then I just said, you know what? The kid needs to eat. I'll just feed him twice in the night, and everyone will sleep like babies, except for me. <laughs> yeah, and and... Yeah, and you. And me. <laughs> Pretty much just you. Yeah. I try to get up. But no, I feel it's like fine. You can't concrete. do anything. 
And he can't do anything. I can't do anything. I'm breastfeeding. It is what it is. I can get up for the ones where he doesn't need to feed, though, which which I was doing for a long time. I feel like the last two nights, three nights, yeah. I've been trying to play like the, the dead animal. No, it's fine. You can't, like I said, you can't do anything. So it doesn't help for you to go in there and soothe him because all he wants is to eat and go back to bed. He doesn't want to like. Yeah, but not, not when he was waking up. Like that was the times. regression, though. That was like a weird thing that you think happened. We're out of that. Already? Yeah, I think. Well, from what I've heard from some other moms, and I'm sure there's people listening that are like, "Yes, I get it," because it happened after the holidays, mm. and so a lot of people's like whatever they were doing routinely with their kid before the holidays got scratched, and then the kid went haywire. Gotcha. So I think we actually, that's what kind of what happened. So you think we're back on a routine now? I mean, not necessarily a routine. Like we kind of like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the kid kid should be sleeping. He's put on enough winter weight (laughs) that he should be going down for at least 48 hours. Oh my God. No, not even. No, but he's a little chunk and oh, I'm looking at him right now on the monitor and I just want to eat him up. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump in. So any adulting lows or highs that we can discuss or that you have on the tip of your tongue? Um, the high is everything revolves around G right now. Yeah. The high is, I just feel like he's trying to talk. Oh my gosh. He just makes like weird sounds, but it's really cute. He he's doing it a lot right now. And he's like, he's trying to mimic the sounds that you make. Mm -hmm. So for me, like that's, what's doing it right now. I know. I know me too. I thought the high was, yes, I love when he, he talks and he's so animated. Um, he rolled over, which was really exciting. Um, and then in terms of a low, Oh, another what? high. What? I feel like his, his like little smile laugh is like turning into a full giggle. Now. Yeah. We're getting closer to, to the actual giggle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That sh- is amazing. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, Oh, what did we say last night? That kind of blew our, both of our minds. First of all, we started watching working moms on Netflix. I don't know if anyone out there has seen that show, but it's pretty dead on accurate to what Dude, it's parenting dark, is. No, there's dark moments, but like it follows everyone's like different journey. And yeah. I think everyone has a different journey with parenting. So that's why it gets a little like iffy. That one's weird. Cause like I said last night, if you know, six months ago, if we had watched it, we'd be like, what, what do you mean this? Yeah. But now we can totally relate. It's, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. But we basically admitted out loud that like if we had a little bit more sleep under our belt, like throughout the night, like eventually when he starts like waking up maybe once or whatever throughout the night, um, we can we can see ourselves like potentially doing this again. Uh, and, and more and, after the break. <laughs> <laughs> We should seriously take a break right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Okay, throw this coffee down. Yeah. Okay. So let's so get where we need to be. Let's let's chat about our guest. Oh my goodness, you guys. She is um, someone who's very close to my heart. I've known her for um, a little over a year now. We're coming up on our big year anniversary. Has it only been that long? Yeah, it's crazy. A lot has happened in a year's time. So our guest today is Miss Ivana Lynch. If you guys aren't familiar with her, she is an actress. She's a vegan activist. She says she's an aspiring cat, according to her Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) But she's also um, a podcast host herself. She has the Chick Peeps podcast. And then she's my fellow co-founder of the Kinder Beauty Box, and she's also, at this point, an ambassador for We Are Veganuary, which I am also an ambassador for. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Veganuary. I don't know if anyone else is out there doing it, um, but it just suggests that you go vegan for January. Yeah, which um, isn't that hard to do. Apparently. No, you're kicking butt. I'm um, what? Four months in? I think you're five months in because Maybe I five? was still very pregnant when you were 
When did we go see Game Changers? Yeah, I was like eight months pregnant. Yikes. Okay. So you're probably, oh my gosh, you're probably almost six months in. Okay. And let's just, let's keep it real for people listening. I've had, not recently, but in those four months, whatever, I had a couple calm slip ups or whatever you want to call them where I had like a piece of salmon or whatever. Um, so it hasn't been perfect, but starting January 1, like it's been perfect yeah. since then. And it was basically there, Yeah. but I just want to keep it reasonable for people who might be trying to make a change in their life. You don't necessarily have to be perfect. I think just being aware enough to to think about doing things differently is a great head start. So. And it's immensely effective for your health and the health of the planet and yeah. the lives of animals. So give anything you can a try. Um, so anyways, if you're curious about Veganuary, I think their handle on Instagram is we are Veganuary. Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay. So Ivana, let's get into it. Yeah, I just want to say one thing about Ivana real quick. I think what I found most impressive about her is she doesn't seem to do things for other people. You know what I mean? Like she's not doing it based on her audience's opinion. Perception. Exactly. Like I think she does things in life because she feels in her heart that that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I can appreciate that. I think this is adulting like a mother, father. I think one of the biggest things about being an adult is coming to the place where you find yourself and you're comfortable with who you are, mm-hmm. right? And you're doing things regardless of, of what others' opinions might be or regardless, you know, if it might be difficult or if you're going against the grain. And I think she's doing that in some way. Mm-hmm. And I find that really impressive. She is impressive. I mean, I've had the, I've been so lucky to be able to work next to her for the last year as Kinder of Beauty comes up on their year anniversary coming up very soon. And she always like we have emails and calls and everything's very like we're touching base every day um and she always has just the right thing to say and she is someone that we can all rely on in so many ways and i'm excited to have her um share a little bit more about just who she is Mm because i think people know her as an activist and they know her from the harry potter series but they don't really like know who she is and she's a really deep cool funky girl for anyone who's not familiar with harry potter she played luna lovegood right we had we had a family friend come over the other day mitch oh yeah and he's he's like eight or nine now yeah (laughs) and he was telling me how much he was into harry potter he's he was like guess how many books i've read so far i was like i don't know yeah because i've read zero (laughs) we're awful he's at five or six whatever i said guess what do you know who luna lovegood is and his face lit up oh my god i was like Daniela's friends with mm-hmm. Luna Lovegood and we actually just hung out with her <laughs> and he was like oh yeah. my god you know who also reacted that way Tori really yeah oh, I could see that Tori mm-hmm. by the way Evie if you're listening my trainer Tori is incredible he's also vegan um shout out to Tori um I build badasses on Instagram <laughs> anyways he's a big Harry Potter fan and he's said many times hey if if Yvonne is ever in town and wants to work out with you bring her in <laughs> <laughs> anyway so let's uh let's jump in all right everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father 
All right, let's face it. New Year's resolutions don't always stick, especially the ones that focus on health because those require the most work. Don't we know? I am trying so hard to get my health um, in order, but it's just tricky when you don't have a ton of time. Thank gosh, because Daily Harvest makes it really easy to eat well. They deliver thoughtfully sourced chef-crafted foods right to my door, and everything can be prepared in less than five minutes, which is pretty much all I have to make food these days. Daily Harvest is something that you can enjoy year-round as a quick solution to get the fruits and vegetables you need every day. Daily Harvest works directly with farmers to harvest organic fruits and vegetables at their peak and freezes them within 24 hours to lock in their nutrients. So that way, everything stays fresh until you're ready to enjoy it. You could choose from more than 65 different options, like smoothies, and they even have hearty soups, harvest bowls, and their overnight oats are delicious. And, um... I just, honestly, I've been a fan of them. I think my favorite would probably be their mint chocolate smoothie that I just had recently. That one's delicious. Uh, If you guys want to get yourself some Daily Harvest, go to dailyharvest.com, enter our promo code ADULTING, and you'll get $25 off your first box. That's promo code ADULTING for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. So this week, we're really excited to have on the one and only Ivana Lynch. She's, um, if you haven't heard of her, you should. She's a huge actress that's been on several of the Harry Potter movies. Um, she was on Dancing with the Stars. Recently. It was quite sensational. Yep. Down to the, the final four, correct? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that was so fun to watch. She's a vegan. Yes. And an animal activist. Sure is. She's co-founder of Kinder Beauty. My partner. And co-host of Chick Peeps Podcast. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. We're so excited that you're on our show. So nice to hang out with you guys. I know. It's fun. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So we play this game um, that we've kind of coined our thing. Um, It's called 30 and 30. So we formatted 30 questions that we think could be fun for you. Okay. Some that are just very like general Spitfire kind of answers and then some that are more targeted towards like what we we know about you. Okay. Um, okay. So before that, is there anything you want to touch on? No, I'm ready to go. You're you ready, ready to go? go? Ready to go. Cool. Okay. Love a game. Okay, cool. Um, I will start. Are you prepared to answer these questions open and honestly? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Did I just make you uncomfortable? Yeah, I feel like I should be holding a Bible or something. <laughs> 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 okay, that's really a good serious start. In here. Okay, um, it shouldn't be too bad. No, mm-hmm. not not too bad. Okay. Okay. First. No, I, I'm an oversharer, so so am I'm I. gonna have to. No, we love that. Okay. Yeah, share no, as much as you got. No, feel free. Feel free. Okay, we'll start with an easy one. Um, we've touched on you being in, in Harry Potter. How many of the seven Harry Potter movies at this point have you been in? I'm, oh, there's eight movies. I've oh, there's eight. Four. Okay, yeah. well, there we yeah. go. <laughs> that was Google's bad. Oh, this by the is way. like a trivia question. So there's trivia questions. Oh, there's okay. personal <laughs> questions. There's. I mean, our whole show is about like obviously touching on adulthood and things gotcha. that like you know we can learn from people what you do differently or what you can share about like you being an adult and everything that goes into that. So these questions kind of all relate to that, but it's all over the board. Okay, so Amazing. work, fitness, lifestyle, activism, the whole thing. Great. Yep. All right. Continue on. <laughs> so how many of the eight? She's been in four. Four. Okay. Um, all right. So which one was your favorite? Do you have one? Oh, um, 
to film probably the sixth one. Oh. So the fifth one, I was, which was my first one, mm-hmm. I was just terrified the entire time. I was so worried I was going to get fired. Oh, yeah. You know, I was like, they're going to find me out because I was such a huge fan. And so, yeah, I, I just was nervous. Um, I didn't know how to fit in with the other cast because I was obsessed with them all. <laughs> I was just like the biggest fans. You know, I, I, okay, now that I'm in this position, I know what it's like to get a lot of fan mail and to not remember any. But I remember like, you know, talking to Daniel Radcliffe and being like, does he know about that fan mail letter I sent? Oh, no. <laughs> That's so funny. That's great. So that was my experience for the fifth one, just constantly on edge. Even though it was amazing, I didn't really enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, but by the sixth one, I was like, I, I'd grown up a bit. I was like, I had a bit more confidence. And I think I had realized like, oh, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I need to enjoy it. And I really, really made an effort to connect to people, make friends and to uh, to, to get rid of that inferiority complex sure. I had. So yeah, the sixth one was fun. And then seven was great too. But seven, well, because seven was two parts. That's why you got confused. Seven ah. part one and two. Um, but there was definitely a sense that it was ending, which was sad, so. <laughs> That makes yeah. sense. Totally. Mm. Okay, cool. So it's been said that the way that you were casted is is fairly unique. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so I was cast by an open audition because I, as I say, I was a huge Harry Potter fan. I used to go on this website called MuggleNet, which is still active. I used to go on it every day. This is where I would stalk my current co-stars or past <laughs> co-stars. Every day when I get home from school, I would just nerd up on all the things. And I saw there was an open call for Luna Lovegood, who was my favorite character. And I knew that they were making the, you know, the next film. I knew they were casting for her. So I was always just like... Maybe, maybe. Wow. And then I saw that, and it was in London. Uh, I'm from Ireland, of course. And um, I just begged my dad to bring me to um, to London. Wow. And my mum. And my mum said no. And she's quoted as saying, my dad told me afterwards, she apparently said to him, she's a snowball's chance in hell. Don't Aww. bring her. <laughs> and she was like, she's going to be distracted from school. It'd be really disappointing. But anyway, my dad was like, no, let's go. Let's see what happens. And um, I had yeah had that one open audition, which was just lots and lots of people. It was very overwhelming and everything. And that went really well. And then I, they called me back for a screen test the next week with Daniel Radcliffe and David Yates and everyone. Wow. And Whoa. it was it was that it was two it was one no way. one audition one screen test. Wow. Yeah. And Over like what span of time? Three weeks. Wow. Yeah, it all changed very quickly. Did you stay in town for the whole time, or did you? No, fly back I had to go back to yeah. school. Oh, duh. Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> Fourteen. Wow. Wow. That's so unique. I mean, usually the process is so much more extensive, but I also feel like when you, so you had an act prior to that. No, just like a few drama classes, but not professionally. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably didn't even realize that the experience you were having was like kind of, I mean, it's different, right? When you audition, at least from my experiences, it's like a process. Yeah, and you don't hear several, for months. Yeah, several yeah, you calls. And you do a director session, you do a producer session, you do, you know, you test, you chemistry read, there's tons yeah. of, but you just, so right many there. Variables. Well, the reason that it was so quick was because it, the whole open audition thing was like a last minute thought. Mm-hmm. It was like, and I'd even read, again, being a stalker on MuggleNet, I'd read they had five <laughs> finalists for Luna Lovegood. But, oh, wow. But then I think they weren't quite happy with sure. what their sele- whatever. They just felt, let's see what happened. Because like, they did a, an open audition for uh, the previous film, and they found uh, Katie Leung that way. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so they were like, oh, let's just see what happens. Wow. Let's see what comes in. And so that's why it all happened. So filming was sure. happening like a month after my first audition. So Whoa. Wow. They were in a rush. <laughs> so yeah. to summarize, really your dreams became reality in all of 
what three weeks something yeah. like that that's yeah. oh my gosh for a 14 year old I, I can't even imagine yeah that's crazy that's but so cool. it also like i know three weeks sounds quick but it felt like forever mm-hmm. waiting for those calls mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd be at school just checking my phone between classes <laughs> just it was torturous for what me. a different reality for you and like that you know at school like oh i'm sorry i'm just trying to figure out whether or not i'm going to be committing my life to the <laughs> harry potter series at this point <laughs> but that's yeah. crazy wow Wow, is right. Okay. Um, okay, so if you were able... So let's say they were going to make a ninth movie. Could you see yourself being in it again? 100%. Okay, that was try and stop answer. Try. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, I, I love, love that with it. such conviction. All right, I hope people are listening. All right, one more, one more on the Harry Potter thing, and then we'll jump off that. But mm-hmm. um, from the outside looking in, right, being part of that series sounds pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Was there anything about the experience that you wish were different? Ooh, um, hmm, that I wish were different. That's such a good question. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I suppose I would. I, I wish I'd had more confidence. I re- like because I was really. I was fourteen, and I really didn't. I didn't like myself at that age. And like, not many people do. I think you're really mm. struggling. Um, but I, I, um, but because of that, I think I was very self conscious, and I didn't. Um, yeah, I just didn't. En- I didn't enjoy it as much as I would now. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, when I get like films and things like that, because you know, it's it's such a great feeling. It's mm-hmm. such a moment that you won't that you don't have too often. So now I really, um, I'm I'm good at being grateful and being in the moment. But yeah, th- throughout I was just like, I d- I don't deserve to be here. I don't. I'm not good enough. And and that wasn't as fun. Um, and then I'd probably also. Um, I'd probably also, I don't know, like like have a publicist or something because mm-hmm. I felt really alone in that. And I think Potter was so nice in that they really protected us from the media. And we didn't have social media at the time, so it was oh, a very, right. very, very different ballgame. Um, but I did also then feel just like when we had to go and do the press junkets and stuff, I just felt like nobody really prepared us for that. So, yeah, maybe something like that. But, but it was... It was what it was, you know. Yeah. We were yeah. teenagers yeah. as a moment. So. And I think that's what keeps it so real, too, and endearing, is that mm. you you were who you were, and you were in that phase of life that is mm. so, you could be so conflicted. I remember being that age and, and also working at the same time, and it feels like a blur when I look back at it. Like, I didn't enjoy it to the degree that yeah. I wish I could have, and I went through so many hurdles internally Mm -hmm. um but on the outside tried so hard to make me you know look and feel my best Mm -hmm. um but it's a weird age yeah it's a weird age and it's a weird age to be working in an adult world even though you're working along like peers you may not even feel like your peers right Mm -hmm. because like you're all kind of going through different things at different times yeah but you don't really talk about it because there's it's quite competitive or something yes. there's like you don't want to look like a real person <laughs> yeah exactly exactly which i think now people do i think that is one really nice thing about social media everyone's really talking openly about their struggles mm-hmm. a lot more than they were for sure yeah um but yeah it was it was a weird time to definitely think. a weird time yeah i just want to say this I, I love that first part of your answer that around the confidence piece because yeah. i know personally i can relate to that there's yeah. been many periods in my life where i just felt like i wasn't enough or wasn't good enough and I wasn't able to fully enjoy whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have a whole other conversation about what you've done for yourself to give yourself the ability to feel present mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, we could talk about that for an hour probably because yeah, yeah. I have a million questions. But um, We have some in here that are kind of to yeah. help touch on that. I just want to say I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty on that. Sure. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. 
Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great services for over 25 years, and any time you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. The company is GEICO. Go to GEICO.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in five, four, three, two, one, I'm out. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to ask this question. It's kind of a cheeky one, but I'm curious. Great, yes. Okay, have you ever had a showman's? Yeah. <laughs> L- lots of showmances. I love um, it. <laughs> um, yeah, like, they're never a good idea, though, are they? It's a <laughs> weird thing. Because you know what? And I don't know if you can relate to this, but, like, do you find that when you work on a project, it's like summer camp where you're just so mm-hmm. in it to win yeah, yeah, it? And yeah. everyone in that vicinity is just, like, your family, your friends, that you're everything, your, your confidants. Your world, yeah. Your new world. And mm-hmm. then the second they call rap, you're an emotional wreck because you're sad that you're not going to see them every day. But then also, it like, be the same. it's inevitable yeah. that all of a sudden and they disappear out of your life and you'd yep. say, ah, oh, this isn't going to happen this time. Yep. I'm going to be in touch with you. And but it happens every and time. And it happens right? every yeah. time. Yeah. And it's weird. It's like you're forced. It's an artificial situation to mm-hmm. be that close to people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've done movies where you're just like, you're in a car with someone for three months. Uh, it doesn't matter who they are. You're going to fall in love. <laughs> you know, it's just like. <laughs> I love your honesty. But even if they have true. a terrible personality. Well, it's just funny. Like, it's just that you wouldn't normally match in right. the real world. But, right. but yeah, even, even I don't know. I, but I, I, I would really say this. Yeah. If you spend that much time with anybody in a car, right? Yeah. You're going to pick up the little subtleties that you do love yeah. regardless yeah, yeah, of yeah. what they're normally like, right? Yeah. Okay. It's very true. That's so funny that you said that and I'm so grateful you did say that because <laughs> a lot of people like play it off. I feel like I hear actors talk about this sometimes and they play it off as though like, no, it's just work and like, it, you know, there's no, never I, any feelings. The line never... blurs for me. I can't. Yeah. Because like, my acting teacher has a good way of describing like, you know, do, playing a character. She's like, as you're becoming the character the character is also becoming you it's like it's mm. like a, a wow. mix it's both of you it's you're not just you don't disappear mm-hmm. you know and so like maybe maybe yeah you get feelings for your co-star because your character is going through something and you see a nice side of them where they support you or something but, mm-hmm. but then yeah your mind gets tricked no it's interesting to see the <laughs> diversity in the approach because you say that you're not like that whatsoever but i'm also not um I've never really taken on many serious roles. I work in more of like the half hour sitcom world. So like a lot of the characters that I've played, I it's like you're not as into it as, as someone who might be working in like a single cam or like a drama role. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I hate saying that, but there's not as many like method sitcom actors. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a lot oh, more yeah. like light well, and really fun and playful. It's impossible to be that. Sure, sure. Because it's so quick. It like, is very quick. And it, you're just thinking about the laughs and you're trying to get your timing and you yeah. don't have... You you don't have the time to really milk and experience things. Yeah. Whereas I feel like someone like you might have had more time to like figure out your character and what where is where are they in their head right now and mm-hmm. um yeah, but yeah, I mean I, I have like have I had a showman's? I don't <laughs> I can't even say that I really did. 
No, but I feel like, yeah, you could have feelings for people or, like, people that you wouldn't necessarily think of or meet in real life. Mm-hmm. You're all of a sudden, like, chummy with, and it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. But then the second it's over, you're like, oh, <laughs> where'd that go? And, yeah, right, and I don't because, miss it as much as I thought I would. And I think because filming anything is so intense, like, you're very suddenly, as I say, in a new world, and you're, like, my personal life goes out the window when I film. I just mm-hmm. don't have it anymore, which is not a good, healthy thing. It's, it's a balance no, no. I need to work on. 100%. <laughs> It is a real thing that you yeah. mentioned because your focus is so different. Yeah, you're just all consumed. It's, yeah, it's very consuming. This industry is very consuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. I'll, and then I'll to balance that. any other endeavors on the side is, is a whole nother ball game. You know, mm-hmm. like we have Kinder and I can't imagine like the juggle. Bet- I know you feel it. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a weird juggle sometimes because they're all very, they're like all your babies. You want to mm-hmm. give everyone equal attention. Mm-hmm. And then you have a baby and you're like, oh, <laughs> and that. Yeah, I guess yeah. that one needs attention yeah. too. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, we're getting off track. Okay. That, that was fun, so, though. I appreciate that. I'm going to jump around a bit, but I love this question. Um, what's a word or phrase in your vocab that you wish you didn't use? Oh. Oh, gosh. Um, that I wish I didn't use. Yeah. Um, it would have to be something negative, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Alan's looking at us like is that okay um no i don't mean like a bad word i mean like a like a negative word sure um about myself do you ever curse yeah you do yeah you go with that or you wish you didn't no i'm happy with that because i use it wisely okay (laughs) that's what they're there for right yeah i don't curse haphazardly like i always use it with yeah um Word. What would be your word? And maybe I'll, then I'll get an oh, idea. Like, uh, like, okay, yeah. Just the, the little spacer the words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can leave it at that. Oh, wait, no, I have one. And my, my friend tells me I do this because, you know, on the, our podcast. Sure. Sometimes when someone's rambling, I do this thing. I'm going, very cool, very cool. Oh, yeah. And, he, and he's like, that's when you're bored. And it's not true, but it's like, I don't know what else to say. Sure, sure. No, actually, here's the one I have. Wow. I, I say wow, wow so much. <laughs> and when I listen to the podcast back the whole time, I'm like, wow, wow, wow. And also, I've got loads, actually. <laughs> and excited. And I listen to the podcast. I'm like, everyone, I'm like, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited uh-huh. about this. And I'm not. I listen, I'm like, I'm not excited. I'm happy right, right, right. to be there. I'm having a good day. Right. But excited is a different thing. And I, over, right. I over, that's my word. I feel you know, like I excited feel, yeah. is like a podcast word for some reason. It's just oh. a go-to. It's a <laughs> yeah, quick yeah. little easy go-to. And yeah. it helps fill the space. And it makes you feel like... Like you're, you know, excited. Yeah, and yeah. people like to hear positive sayings like that. I suppose, yeah. 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 All right, all right. I'm into that. Um, all right. Um, who's the most famous person in your phone? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I just picked up my phone. Um, I just want to give you this one. We had uh, Jay Shetty on here mm. a few weeks back, and we asked him the same question, and the answer was Ellen. And we were like, whoa, oh, you wow. win. You win it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably J.K. Rowling. As in, oh, like, cool. wow. I have her email, but I sure. never. Yeah, you would never abuse it. No. I read enough. something on Wikipedia, which is, of course, everything's true there, right? <laughs> yeah. That 
she calls you one of the big seven or something like that. Yeah, yeah. she does. Yeah. So she has high Aww. praise for you. So nice. So no, but I don't have her number, so no. Well, actually, your yeah. friend Ariana Grande. Oh, there you go. Yeah, she'd probably be the biggest one. Cool. Because she invited me to her concert once. And then afterwards, you know, I was like, oh, she's a big pop star. Yeah, yeah. But she wanted to text and talk about oh, my gosh, how she I was love a Slytherin that. and stuff. But she's yeah. probably changed her number since. She's a mega fan. Yeah, she is a mega fan. She is. We, she used to have like Harry Potter parties at our house. Remember oh, when yeah. we dress yeah, up we and went stuff? To one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, easy one. Uh, where are you from? Um, a place called Termin Fecken in County. Wow, Can that sounds that one like time? a bad word. It does. <laughs> Termin Fecken. <laughs> and here's what's great. So it's, it means um, the Abbey of Saint Fecken. So Termin oh. is an abbey. So it was like where a monk lived. Oh. So he, yeah, he was saint. Well, in Irish, it's St. Fahin, okay. but um, St. Fekin. So my brother took that name as his confirmation name. So his name is Patrick Frederick Fekin Lynch. Oh, I love I it. Love I it. love it's it. It's another one's yes. Irish name you've ever heard. That's great. So funny. So Termin Fekin. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Big difference. <laughs> Although Feck means the same thing in Ireland. Okay. okay. I'm sure you've heard that. So can you okay. say it one more time? I just want to know how to say it. Which one? Term- Where you're from. Termin Fekin. Fekin. Okay. Yeah. We'll leave it Got at that. It. Okay. <laughs> um, where do you live now? I live in London, in North London. North London. Okay. Yes. Uh, an apartment with my cat. Just yeah. me and my cat, Puff. I love it. <laughs> All right. Okay. A little bit of a cheeky question here. You seem to travel back and forth from the States a bit. Mm-hmm. When you fly, do you fly economy or do you prefer a little more luxury? So I actually do fly economy. And sometimes I feel a bit embarrassed about that. But then, so Jason Isaacs, do you know that actor? Mm. Well, he played Lucius Malfoy in Potter. Okay. I remember talking to him about this because I was really surprised when he said he flew economy. And he was like, listen, if somebody said to me, can you sit in one place for 10 hours and I'll pay you $5,000? He's like, yeah, I would do that. He's like, <laughs> That's essentially what you're doing. Oh, I and I was love like, that. that's excellent logic. So um, oh, I love that. I fly economy now because I, I love when, like, like, it's so nice when you fly business. But of course. I'm just like, oh, it seems so extravagant and I don't need it. Sure. But the last time I was on a, I, when I came here this time, oh my God, they made such a fuss. And I'm quite low key. I don't like to be mm-hmm. bothered. And I was in economy and they made such a fuss. Oh, they no. found me and they were like, Ivana oh, no. Lynch, can you come over here? La, la, la. And then everyone was looking. And then there was this. And I went and they put me up. They bumped me up, um, which doesn't happen every time. Wow. And then I put my bags down. And then there was a friend of mine, actually, a different, like a lady who was in the upper class who I knew. And then the guy next to me, who they sat me next to, was like, I don't consent to you sitting here. This what? is my seat. Yeah, what? he got really weird. He was the most moody person Why, I've ever met. Why, was it met. because he and paid for the ticket? And then he had to sit there the whole time? He said he had, but he hadn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. my goodness. And, then, and he was just complaining to the lady. who's like, I just don't know. You know, I don't know this person. And he just dumped her stuff here. And it was like, yeah, but you don't own this plane. Yeah, <laughs> what? And, um, and then, I, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I had to sit next to him. But then he was one of those weird people. Like, the man in front of him kept, like, laying back his seat and he kept going, like, what? shoving him oh. forward. Well, he's just a grumpy I was like, guy. Okay, oh, wow. This person has issues. Everyone paid a be. lot of money to be in that class, not just him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. What's what, uh, Random question. What's worse, right, when you're on an airplane? When somebody puts their seat back all the way into you <laughs> or when somebody next to you is, like, encroaching in your space? Oh, that's a good question. Encroaching in space, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think the seat is reasonable. Yeah, sure. No, the worst thing that people have, I, it's a new thing I've seen. People, if you if you're, say, say you're sitting here, this is your armrest. Have you ever had a foot come up on your oh, armrest? Oh, yes. Horrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time it happened, I slightly tickled the foot. <laughs> just to be like, not okay. 
this is in my face. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I had a flight. Uh, remember, I took that red eye back from Hawaii, uh-huh. and I was sitting next to a mom and her child, and the child was in the middle seat, and the child fell asleep on the mom. And uh, <laughs> her head was on the mom and her feet were towards me. Oh, I fall asleep no. in my seat in the aisle and I wake up like an hour into my sleep just getting kicked in the face oh by this kid. Gosh. Did you yeah. say something? No. Oh, mom, so mom nice. woke her up. Mom felt terrible, oh. but no, I couldn't say anything. She was probably three or right, something. Right. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, all right. So, Okay. So our show, like I mentioned earlier, it's called Adulting Like a Mother Father. We talk about all things adulting, including relationships. And um, so we thought we would ask you, what are two qualities that you look for in a, a romantic partner? Ooh, I've actually been making that list. Good. Lately. You know, the whole manifesting yes. thing. Yes, yeah, I did yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah, I did. Then- I did it when I was a lot younger, like uh-huh. years and years and years prior to meeting Andrew. But I knew everyone I dated up till meeting Andrew didn't meet the requirements. The list. Yeah, <laughs> so the, yeah. the list was really effective for me amazing yeah yeah um your mind's gotten really really detailed because i'm like no i need to be more specific because sometimes i would make lists and be afraid to be specific sure and then someone would come in and they'd be that and i'd be like oh they're missing this and this uh-huh. um oh, two qualities let me see um <clears throat> i'd say like passionate about what they do mm. like they have to be really excited about yeah their their work um and because i f- feel like that indicates a level of mental health and, mm-hmm. and self-sufficiency and independence and I just admire that um, and kindness definitely yeah, yeah. I love kindness. that can I say a third one sure a good hygiene <laughs> just can't yeah it's preach what, what constitute as bad hygiene like what's one thing that stands out um bad breath like if they're mm. not conscious of that um let me see uh, like fingernails, long, not trimmed, that kind sure. of thing. Yeah, the basics. The basics. Yeah. yeah, I mean, most people <laughs> like a are shower good at, here and there. Most, yeah, most, I, I'm not. Most people are really good about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a basic. I one. feel you on that. Amazing. Okay, so we, we tend to ask this next question on every show for some reason, but I'm mm-hmm. asking anyways, just because it's of interest to me. <laughs> Do you like rap? <laughs> I've never been asked that. I've tried to, but mm, no, I'm, really, I'm just a bit too soft. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not hardcore. No, I've tried to for several boys. Sure. Uh, for several boys. Do you know those it. things yeah, you do? Yeah, I've done mad like, oh, things I I... to impress. I've pretended to like sport. I've joined a church. Oh wow! Like, and then I did have a phase where I tried to get into rap. That is so funny. Don't you feel like? And I don't know if you'd agree with this or not, but I feel like I kind of did a little bit more of that, like in my earlier years of dating. And then eventually, one day, I woke up and I was like. I actually am just who I am. <laughs> I, I'm going to be interested in the things that you're interested in just because I want to learn. Mm. But I'm not going to be I'm not going to be this like quiet, obsessive, you know, <laughs> like I remember specifically this is so weird, but I was like really young and this guy liked Nirvana <laughs> and Nirvana is like really like, in my opinion, pretty hard yeah, rock yeah, or yeah. whatever you would call it, maybe even a little metal. I don't know really what the difference is, but I remember listening to it and like trying so hard to like get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I just, you know. Did Nowadays, you fake it? I wouldn't. Yeah, I you think did. I remember like, ca- yeah, like recall like being around him and being like, oh yeah, like such and such song, and, and like trying <laughs> to like recall lyrics, like which a- is so funny because you don't know one song today. No, I'm not, yeah, I'm not like a big like. Yeah, I don't know. That was just an interesting. I get phase. you into Drake a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, I'm that's... faking it. I don't actually <laughs> like Drake. Oh. <laughs> no, that's different when it like just rubs off on you. But yeah, yeah, that thing of like being calculated about. I used to do that with yeah. people on set. Oh sure. Yeah, because well, I'll just be honest. I've, I've actually talked to like with Daniel Radcliffe because I knew all his favorite books and favorite bands. So I would like turn up to work for the, in the makeup chair I'd be reading his favorite book oh my god <laughs> that's it's so a, funny it's but a, so relatable yeah it was so tough but it took me a long time to realize like men don't want you to be them yeah sure they want yeah. you to have your own personality yes, like 100% they, and nobody wants that if of I meet someone who's just me I'm like oh, get out you know <laughs> <laughs> right oh Okay. Um, well, because you don't like rap, I can't ask you who your favorite oh. rapper is, right? <laughs> but when you're on the go, what sort of music do you turn on? Oh, um, hmm, varies. It varies. Um, what? I mean, I like pop. I can't help that. And uh, I like Michael Jackson. I like Britney Spears a lot. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I love Britney. Uh, yeah. Um, like Britney then, today or Britney? All of it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not today, not as much. Um, but yeah, the old stuff. Yeah, for sure. Brings me back to who I was then. And, um, and then I like a lot of indie pop stuff, more obscure stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, jumping around, it's well known that you're in love with your cat Puff, mm-hmm. who we see a lot on Instagram. <laughs> Adorable. Um, when you're away, I want to know who you trust to watch Puff. Oh, um, it, yeah, that changes to um, my ex, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a cool dynamic. I know, I know. Wait, he's did very... you get Puff together? No. Oh. No, no, no. So he's like an adopted yeah, ex-father. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah recent. he just like loves her. He's got a really good, or that was one quality I really liked about him. He had um, a really good routine. He woke up at like five. Ago. Actually, that's an- another quality I want in a person. I want a morning person. Um, but yeah, he w- and so she really likes her routine and he really liked her and he's a bit of a loner so they mm-hmm. really work well together and yeah I do feel bad though now like sometimes I only like it got to a point where I'm like I feel like I only contact him when I need him to mind my cat yeah and yeah you have to like is, are the feelings completely gone like on both sides yeah oh so it's cool he just does it because he, he enjoys yeah yeah he loves yeah, that's a, he, loves so that's he a does great. it for free he does yeah wow mm-hmm. what yeah. a nice guy yeah he's, he is no he's definitely I know, wow. he's very mature. He's one of my That's most cool. mature That's awesome. exes. I love that. Yeah. Um, um, sidebar, just because we're on the topic now, are you on any dating apps? I'm on Raya. Okay. <laughs> so for anyone listening, I, I mean, we're so out of the loop, but if you're on Raya, so is Evie. <laughs> <laughs> and now you but, know a little bit about the quality she likes oh in a guy. Gosh. So <laughs> that'll be listening And you on shouldn't be bio. allergic to cats, and you better be a morning <gasps> person. Yeah. And clip your toenails. Yes. Obviously, yeah. Though I have dated uh, one of my exes was allergic to cats. Yeah, and I mean, but he was. You know the way in relationships, a lot of the time, someone likes the other more. Yes. My my therapist calls it the ravisher and the ravishy. Yes. And um, I was very much the ravishy, and so I knew. I would be like, okay, you're allergic to my cat. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Uh-huh. And he actually, his 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 allergy lessened. He oh, grew, wow. he grew a tolerance. Yeah, so that's not a deal breaker as long as it isn't for them. Sure, <laughs> oh, he was faking it. That's fair. Mm. Um, <clears throat> okay. okay, this this one's interesting for me. So, uh, being vegan yourself, right? Food's a hot topic always, mm-hmm. right? But food can be a hot topic even for pets. Mm. Right, and we've had this discussion mm-hmm. lately. Our dogs eat V dog, which is a vegan dog <gasps> food. Do they? Mm-hmm. I oh, recently amazing. heard mm-hmm. that. Cats are the only ones that need meat. Yeah. What does Puff eat? So Puff does eat meat, but I've 
met some vegan cats. They uh, like they're more naturally carnivorous. They have you know the short intestines, the long whatever the teeth, the, yeah, the yeah, and they don't get um, or, do they don't get cholesterol and things like that. Mm. Yeah, but they I've met cats who you just have to substitute taurine, that's mm-hmm. the ingredient or the nutrient. Um, the problem is with cats is like if they're hungry and you give them the wrong food, they'll just starve. Mm. Like they just won't eat it. So. Um, I think if you want to have a vegan cat, you kind of have to raise them. Um, you have to you have to try and like get them really used to this from a young age. And it is quite you know you have to be very careful. Probably go to a vet who sure. has understanding. A lot of vets disagree with it, but yeah, I know a vet in California who has two vegan cats. Um, but no, Puff eats meat, and she only eats turkey. And I feel really sad about it. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask if that's hard for you to do. It is hard. Like, you have to just switch off your emotions because it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it does make me think it's like one tiny little cat. How many turkeys? Sometimes I, I mm-hmm. visually picture all the, or the uh, warehouse full of turkeys mm. that she's eaten and it upsets me. But I, I just like, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Like, I did take her on. She's my responsibility. And I feel like... I'm really hopeful for the future of um, lab-grown meat. I mm-hmm. think cats, mm. that that's the future for cat food, and I think one day we'll get there. Um, and so, yeah, that's I just try and work towards that world. Yeah, mm. and you are. You totally are. Um, okay, something a little lighter. I'm just curious. If you weren't in the position you were in working and doing exactly what you want to be doing, I would imagine, right? You're mm-hmm. passionate about the industry and the entertainment world and obviously kinder beauty. Mm-hmm. Um if you had to have a quote-unquote normal job, what Ooh, would it be? A normal job. Um, all my other job options are not really normal jobs. I really wanted to be in the circus. Like, Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of why you're probably doing the acrobatics. I'm doing the aerial. Yeah, yeah. I That's so cool. I realized you could take classes in that. But I try, So I tried to audition. I did audition for dance school for three, got rejected. Um, and I feel like if I wasn't acting... Because that was an option, when I got rejected, I was like, well, I should just be an actor. I think I probably would have been more tenacious about dancing if I hadn't got acting. Um, And yeah, I tried to audition for a circus school, and my mom was like, no, I'm putting my foot down, okay? I've let you do so many crazy things, we're not doing this. (laughs) Like, she just intercepted my letter, so um, didn't get to do that. Um, But I don't know if... I can't. I really can't think of a normal normal job. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a teacher, actually. Oh, all that's my all really my family sweet. are teachers, and I love reading, love knowledge and stuff. And it takes yeah. a very kind, patient person like yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not. My mom is the most patient person in the world. Oh wow! So it runs in the blood. <laughs> yeah, well, because she teaches kids with special needs, so sometimes mm. I'll be like, "What'd you do today?" And she's like, oh, "We worked on the letter D Aww, for an entire gosh. day." Or she was like, Aww. "Oh, Evan was under the table for two hours, so we had to talk to him down there." <laughs> oh wow, like, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's a unique. Takes a very special person, yeah, to take on that role. Yeah, that's yep. awesome. And it's not they don't receive enough credit or gratitude no. for uh-uh. how much they form. You, mm-hmm. your view on the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you be? What would you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, the first thing that came to mind because I went to school and got my license would be a realtor because I'm just interested in oh, that yeah, line yeah. of the business. Mm-hmm. And um, 
But yeah, I mean, I've never like fully jumped into it. I got my license because I was interested in in real estate, but I, I it's hard for me to imagine like that's that hustle because we mm-hmm. go from one industry like the entertainment industry where there's a lot of hustle and bustle and you're constantly trying to sell yourself, sell yourself to another industry where you're like, yeah, I can be your agent and this mm-hmm. is why. And, you know, it's a lot more of the sort of same dynamic. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel like as an actor that you're not fully an adult because you're like you're not treated <laughs> like a equal almost? No, it's just like all the adults are kind of being like, "Oh, you you should go here, you should do this." Oh, oh, I see like, what you're saying. Yes, like you, via email and stuff like your team mm-hmm. is basically like talking to you like they're yes, assisting you with they're something. They're minding you. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's interesting. But as I've gotten older, I've sort of taken a a different approach with that where, like, I used to think that, like, I worked for them. Mm, mm -hmm. And now I'm realizing more and more they work with me and sort of for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that, like, without me, there wouldn't be, you know, Mm. the work, so to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. But it's a, it's I constantly have to remind myself like you don't have to tiptoe around like be straight up like be mm. you know yeah. be honest yeah, with them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's taken time, but that's a very kind of empowered position. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any hidden talents? Oh. Um, do oh god. I feel like people didn't know that you've been doing the aerial stuff. Uh, well, so let's go with that. It's not its not exactly a talent yet because I'm still learning. I've seen you, though, on Instagram and stuff. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I like these aerial silks. That's my thing now. Um, nothing really too weird. Um, I'm very good with French, as in I, mm. I kind of feel like it, it's... Like, I, I don't study at the moment, so I I wouldn't be very strong now. But when I... Sometimes I have this weird thing where I'll see French words having not known them before, and mm-hmm. I just know them. That's why I think I was French in my past life. Mm. I feel like it's remnants of that. Ooh. Yeah. That's like That sounds romantic. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Well, what about you guys? Oh, hidden talents? Gosh. Yeah. I, I mean... No. I'm a rapper. Oh, yeah. That's you? true. Yeah. You're a rapper underneath uh, yeah, it all. That's yeah, so true. Bet. Yeah. He's a little white boy rapper. I love if you, it. If you ever listen to the show. Oh, yeah. We have an intro into the show that's The intro is a, a little rap, rap that I yeah. did. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Can yeah. you do it? Yeah. Ooh, I get can. into it. I'll just do a few lines. Yeah. Okay. He goes, this is adulting like a mother father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So maybe keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. So maybe get a little mushy. Wow, cool. You have a whole vibe there. Uh, he totally has like this accent he yeah. goes into. I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Wow. That's it. I wish I had hidden talents. I I don't. I feel like I am pretty much like an open book. And if I had any talents, believe me, I would have used yeah, them to get yeah, me somewhere yeah. in life. So Yeah, to brag yeah, about them. Unfortunately Yeah, I'm not. the kind of person where if I'm learning a new skill, like after day one, sure. I'm on Instagram being yes. like, look what I can do. Yes. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> Same. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, a little deeper, but what's one of the more challenging decisions you've had to make as an adult? Oh. Yeah. Switching gears yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, challenging decisions. Yeah. I don't know. Um, probably moving back from L.A. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So I, I lived in L.A. for five years, and um, I, I always felt I'd go back to London, but it was just like... I think LA has this thing. Obviously, you're a native mm-hmm, here, but mm-hmm. for people who come here, it's like there's this sense of opportunity and um, this sense of like, oh, if you 
move did you not make it like did you fail right and I, but I really felt like that wasn't why I was moving I felt like yeah I didn't I wanted to be closer to home I liked the projects more I was getting over there and I just was like um and I and I like I remember saying to my acting teacher I was like what if what if I go back and it's not what I expect and my career just ends you know mm-hmm. all the work they did in LA all the classes all the talking networking all that like it all goes wrong and she was like why can't you worry in the other direction what if mm. everything is amazing what if you're too busy what mm. if you're like I love that. too successful she's like worry and I love that that mm-hmm. advice worry mm-hmm. in the other direction anticipate too much good um, but yeah I definitely felt I was like oh is this a crazy idea like is this you know my agents were like yeah it's up to you you do you but they, they and they, you know they were very supportive yeah but I did feel like Am I just tanking my career the last five years of, yeah. of hustling? That's a huge <laughs> adult that. decision. It's a real worry. Yeah. I, I have a question around that. When you yeah. when you moved to L.A., did you move here for a specific reason? Like, did you have a plan? And then when you moved away, did you feel like you had gotten everything you needed from L.A.? Oh, yeah. Um, I moved here because I – so I just finished the films. I finished high school. And my agents in London were not supportive at all, actually, because they kind of signed me as a child actor, and they, mm. were, they just didn't – like they didn't see me acting beyond that. They were like, "No, go go to college, get a a, a real like not a real job." They said, "Get a backup plan." And I mm. was just like, "No, I want to be an actor. I'm all in. I, I know that." So um um so so I just moved here. So then I met this manager. He was really positive. He was the opposite of them. He was like, "Come to LA. There's a lot of opportunity. You know." Harry Potter is known over there everywhere so I came over for that and I was like I'll stay three months and I just stayed five years um, <laughs> and then yeah I did feel like I got what I needed I got I, I grew confidence I felt because when I came over I felt like a complete fraud because I was like I've never gone to acting school I just got lucky you know mm-hmm. like I was definitely that fraud I sense of just yeah just didn't feel and then by going by being in LA by being in lots of classes I was I think I really felt like yeah I've I've really cut my teeth at this and I I have something I have something to offer I have something to give as an actor so um yeah give me give me confidence and and one thing I love about LA is the work ethic Mm. so in Ireland there's there's this kind of destructive mentality where it's like you have to be lucky to get Mm. where you want to be or, or or like who do you think you are to make it as an actor or to make in the industry it sounds so hoity-toity to them and and for that reason people because they don't consider like acting or what a real vocation a real career they don't like encourage you to work at it mm-hmm. and I found in LA the, the acting is like no every day you should be working on your craft yeah. you should be putting yourself out there and, and so yeah that, that mentality was really beneficial to me that's what I picked up yeah that's awesome mm. That is awesome, yeah. actually. I like hearing positive things about L.A. because for people <laughs> listening all over the world, everyone has a different, like, assumption of what it's like to live here. And yeah. a lot of people just go straight to, well, it's Hollywood, it's this, it's that, mm. it's so glamorous. But there are a lot of little hurdles and internal struggles you have being in a world where, like, a lot of people are just always hustling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you could also, you know, learn a lot from that mentality, and it sounds mm. like you did, and that's really positive. Totally, yeah. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. We all love a good subscription box, right? From food boxes to wellness boxes, they're all the rage. 
And a KiwiCo subscription makes the perfect activity kit for every young explorer, engineer, and artist in your life. We absolutely love ours. I still use the little um, thing that you put the cards in for the ages. I don't yeah, know. It's so cute. Thing. It's like a nice little thing that you take a little Instagram picture with. Anyways, um, KiwiCo uh, creates super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM fun. Now, STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. And they're designed by experts and tested by kids, so there's no need to research or worry about gathering all the supplies. They come right to your door, which is probably the best part. Yeah, and do it together. As a parent, we know you're super busy and always on the go. It can be tough to go grocery shopping, work, feed your family, go to the soccer practice, and get in some quality time together. Work together with your child to create an engaging and exciting project. Now, KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your child to be anything they want to be. There's no commitment and you can cancel anytime. Monthly options start at $16.95 a month, and that's including shipping. And for our listeners, you could go to KiwiCo.com slash adulting to get your first month free. That's KiwiCo.com slash adulting. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference, so don't miss out on an amazing opportunity. Just go to KiwiCo.com slash adulting and get your first month free. KiwiCo.com slash adulting. Now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay, so this next one um, I actually find really intriguing because I'm into this sort of stuff. So scrolling through your your Instagram, Ryan, just, just scrolling through quickly, right? I can see that you place a lot of importance on taking care of your mind and feeding your spirituality. Mm-hmm. What do you do to stay balanced? Oh, um, yes, I am very into spirituality. Um, I have a therapist. I actually kind of have two therapists. I go overboard with, with that. <laughs> um, so I have a therapist who I've seen since I was like 11, and she just knows me inside out. She's great. Um, and then I have a shaman teacher um, who she's more like a life coach, um, yeah, I go to my therapist for like emotional relationship stuff and my shaman teacher for like how to um, just tap into whatever energy I'm supposed to be working on. So those two. And then, um, oh, like I'm a classic introvert. I need one day a week where I don't see anyone, you mm-hmm. know, like nobody contact me. I don't want to talk. I don't even want to talk to people at the grocery store. I go to those machines. <laughs> like I just <laughs> want a full day with myself. And, and that's when I'll, I'll, I'll read a lot. And it's not always possible to get a full day. But um, yeah, in an ideal world, even an afternoon is nice. Sure. So, okay. Yeah. I love that because um, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. I was going to say Andrew could definitely relate to a lot of that for sure. Yes. Really? Are you an introvert, extrovert combo? Mm. I would say. I'm a little say. bit of both, to be honest. I think I come off as an extrovert, but I do need a lot of introverted time. I do need you? some me time, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But those are those are good takeaways. Yeah. So for the listener, right, you have two therapists, mm-hmm. right? That's probably un- unusual for most people. Um, <laughs> but, but powerful. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I mean, why needed. not have more than one? And I think that that's cool that they're sp- sort of specific to different like traits. Where, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And well, I, yeah. And I, like I just think it's so because I don't have a partner. I think it's you, you yes. do need to up your self care when you don't have someone that you can confide everything to. Sure. And I've because I think in the past I've made the mistake of like being in relationships and trying to make that person that mm-hmm. and forming attachments like unhealthy attachments and it's and now I feel like because I have such a good support system I don't just I don't make bad decisions out of loneliness with other relationships so smart. or or with friends because friends can't be impartial either or your family like you know say with my mom if I ever 
if I ever talk to her about my acting t- career, she sometimes has this defeatist mentality mm. where she's like, oh, maybe you should go back to college and try something different. Yeah, and it's like, that's tough. it's not what I need to hear. Yeah. So, yeah, having a therapist is just, um, yeah, it's really, really crucial to keep me. Um, and, and my therapist, like I was talking to her about this lately. I had it last week when I was filming Kinder Beauty <laughs> oh, videos. Yeah. I was, I felt, I was in such a sad mood that day. I was in a bad oh, mood. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I had no idea. But it, it, it had nothing to do with the videos. But I had to be on and be smiling mm-hmm. and talking about. It. And I suddenly felt so fake. I felt like, oh no. I felt like I'm sad. I'm lonely, and I'm pretending to be so excited about this lipstick. And I was talking to my therapist about this. And I was like, should I be more real? Should I be crying on my Instagram videos? And she was like, no. <laughs> she ah. was like, no, there's a time and a place for that. Yeah. She's like, you just need a different outlet for that. And so my latest thing is she's told me to go to a flotation tank. Oh, Very cool. Close. Yes, I've done it once. Have you? Yeah, How we both it? have. Um, it was cool. It was interesting. It was dark. I floated. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't take much away from it. But I actually but have sort you, of a... You don't in those scenarios, Yeah, right? I, I'm kind of weird in that regard. Like, people will say, you should try meditating. You should yeah. try this. Like, my outlets are just different. And, like, I, I've yeah. come to terms with that being completely okay. I used to be like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I get there in my head? Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with, like, me just being a little different in that regard. Like, my... The things that help me get through things are just different. Like, I need mm-hmm. to do physical activity or, you know, uh, have a good laugh have a good cry Mm. the solitude sometimes is it doesn't do the same effect for me like I don't feel uplifted by it so Mm. sometimes that pause time was just maybe a little much for me I got anxiety Mm. from it I can't do too much quiet time and I hope that comment around the therapist didn't come off negatively because I didn't mean it like that at all oh no I think it's crucial for people to seek proactive help Mm -hmm. right because I think it keeps a healthy mind yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I personally, I've seen one. We've, yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen one in different scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. like, sometimes you have to do it more big, like mm-hmm. more intensely. You have periods of your life. I just think it's so. Yeah, you can't put that pressure on your loved ones to be that for you. And, sure. And um, that's a good point. And it's really nice that you guys both, because like I think those partnerships work best where you're willing to do the deep work. Mm-hmm. I actually met up with an ex recently who. You know, I always sense he's like, he's a nice person. He has depth. But I, I realize like, oh, he's not doing any of the deep work. Mm. He just wants to like brush over and be like, I'm fine and fine and fine and be busy and stay busy. And I'm just like, it was really healing for me because I was like, that's not how I want to live, you know. Um, wow, that's but powerful. I, I think people with therapists do are willing to get ugly and go really in depth. Yeah. And, and I, I admire that in people. I'm going oh, off script here. You, you prompted a question that's important to me. Do you think that somebody who's into doing that self-work that that self-care can successfully be with somebody who isn't Ooh, um i do i do yeah but it would take a specific person yeah. mm-hmm. it would t- like i have so my cousin she's really really spiritual reads all the books she actually works in the spirituality world herself but her husband isn't into it at all but he's just incredibly balanced he's very even tempered he's like a you know a rock he's really solid he just feels like an old soul someone who knows himself someone who's not going to change or have dramatic ups and downs so yeah. um uh, yeah i definitely do see okay. it but okay cuz i i, I mean yeah, Personally speaking, sure. I can find it challenging because I love that stuff. Like I love to read. Mm-hmm. I love to meditate. <laughs> I love to be in nature. I love silence. I love being alone. Mm-hmm. And she just can't get with it. And mm-hmm. we, we battle on that sometimes. And I just wonder 
how that meshes. Yeah. Well, let's give an example. Like I can get up in the morning and like go right into the day. Like I don't need a lot of like, like I don't need a lot of introspective time. Like I'm up, I'm awake, I'm happy, I'm ready for the day and I'm pretty optimistic. Mm -hmm. He opens his eyes and he feels like everything's just like closing in on him and he needs to meditate and Mm -hmm. do, or like the weight of the, the, you feel like you're tired and you need to like have your time and your morning and your you time he needs to read and Mm -hmm. meditate and drink lemon water and like have a a (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is what i realize and it's important for me to have that time is as you get a little older you have more responsibilities the day's so busy right if you don't for me if i don't take that time first thing in the morning i won't get it for the entire day and it's really important for me to like set my mind right and set my Mm -hmm. intention for the day because it helps me deal with anything that comes up and mm-hmm. I've found that when I don't do that, when I don't mm-hmm. get that time, I'm a completely different yeah. person. And it's yeah, true. You feel off balance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Yesterday he meditated and we had a very good daddy all day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good daddy all the time, but it was just a much easier daddy sure. to be around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I respect that. And I think, you know, there's definitely something I can learn. I don't think I'm, I have like the capacity right now. Right now I feel like it's like fight or flight, like yeah. mom mode, don't need me time, like let's go. Yeah. But at some point, like I think I go in and out of that you know do you, well, do, you do you guys know the definition for introvert and extrovert because mm. i think that is really emblematic of what you're saying introverts recharge on their own extroverts recharge around other people ah. so, and it might be that that like that's interesting get, yes because i had that in, um in a relationship a boyfriend I, like I, I, it was really eye-opening because he would get energy around other people he would yes, get same. and when he was alone too long he would get really sad like a puppy oh, wow yeah. that's yeah. that's pretty accurate i'm actually glad that you clarified that for anyone listening <laughs> it's actually really helpful um, okay, so just to conclude, we have a couple more questions, and I just want to talk about Kind of Beauty for a quick second. We're mm. partners, and this is a funny little cheeky question, but it could be fun. Um, so let's say you're on a deserted island, all right, okay. and you can bring whatever you need to bring, but you can only bring one beauty product, and it has to be a Kind of Beauty product thus far. What oh, do you bring? gosh. Mm. On a desert island, I have nothing else but this product. Yeah, that's it. It's got to be missed. He loves toners. <laughs> mist. He really? loves toners. Yes, we. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I would not waste it on mist. Goodness. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, because I'd, I'd want to pluck my eyebrows, but I can probably do that with my fingers. Um. Oh, maybe the overnight sleep mask. Oh yes. Uh, have we had that in yet? Or yes. Is that upcoming? Yeah. No, I think we have had that. We've had a lot of good masks. Yes. And I think, yeah, in general, the, there's one that was the sleep mask. The by, sleep um, mask, the Dr. Botanicals yes. one. Okay. Yes, okay. Maybe that. What would yours that? be? What would mine be? Um, probably moisturizer. Like uh, any of the creams we've had so far, I go through them so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, And I have um, generally pretty normal skin, so I can like fluctuate. Like I can use something one day, use something the next day, and my skin just no, soaks it up. No, this girl the best skin. I know. Oh, gosh. I know. You guys are crazy. Yeah. Thank you. You can do nothing. Like Thank You could not you. shower for a week and you're skin would be totally fine that's really kind thank you i don't know how it got that way but i'm grateful for all the products that we get to try out yeah (laughs) okay last question two two there's two that i want to ask you Mm -hmm. what's the first thing that you think of when you hear the term social media i'm trying not uh let's see um veganism i actually think okay okay. that's a good one yeah if i think of my feed it really is that's how i connect to that i love that i've made so many friends through it through, just through social media. 
just through DMing people. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. I know so much good can, can come from it, yeah. right? But I, she had mentioned that sometimes you'll go like oh, yeah. dark, you'll go dark on for a day like or a week or whatever on social media. Social media. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure if like maybe you had a negative outlook because there's a lot of negative parts about yeah. it. But with you and, you know, the following that you've built and the, the, message that you can spread there's also a ton of positivity that can come from it as well so i wanted to know what your outlook was no Mm -hmm. like most of the time i think it's great i don't like i have a little reminder that tells me when i've been on for 45 minutes and that's good but like oh that's cool yeah i know it's it's unrealistic some days you know but um no generally it's about connection but it is i do notice like when my mind gets bitchy that's when i have to go offline Ah. like um if i start you know if i'm like if i see someone and that had had a phase recently where i was just like anyone who was successful i was just like i hate you Mm. i'm sick of you and it's everything it seemed like they were bragging it was just like and um and that's when i'm like oh okay i need to disconnect i have got some issues going on and my like my therapist said to me she was like maybe you should just unfollow people and i was like i'm in a phase where i'm so angry at the world and myself that i would only be following my family probably a few comedians and my therapist <laughs> and I was like I don't want to do that because I sure. like I like connecting with people so I don't want to unfollow and just like that I, I, I'm like I'll ra- I'd rather go ahead clean up my mind yeah. work on why you know yeah at the time it was like anyone who had like a big successful business or whatever because I was struggling with the podcast mm-hmm. and so it's like anyone who had that function that really triggered me and I was like okay well then I have to go and work on that why is that upsetting to me how can I straighten that out why am I so insecure about that amazing I, that, I think that's so cool that you look inward rather than just placing all that negativity on everyone else around you yeah, yeah. on that note well, if um, last question but if you can give the re- the, the listeners um, a, a Instagram that you follow that makes you feel a little uplifted or positive or, or doesn't necessarily make you want to be you know off social media what would that account be because i think everyone's constantly you know scrolling and if there was something that they could see that would you know bring some positivity that would be yeah, yeah, helpful yeah. well i do love the kinder one. Oh, oh you do yay, such an amazing job at be- it being like really like yeah, it's nice and and thought-provoking questions and okay, the colors are coming, all that. And then I love that comedian, Celeste, you know, the okay. lady who dances around in her underwear. No, but I'm going to follow <laughs> her now. She like, she'll, so she'll take pictures of weird celebrities doing really weird and practical poses yeah. and then she'll do it and it's so funny. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, I like, awesome. I like hers. Awesome. Well, those are two really yeah. good ones. I think follow Kinder Beauty and check out <laughs> Celeste. And then on that note, where can people follow you? Oh, yeah. My main thing is Instagram, yeah. at Miss Evie Lynch. Um, I, yeah, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter, but I'm a bit scared of those ones. That's for fine. Some They're reason. a lot of work, you know? you got to pick and choose where you spend your time, right? Yeah, yeah. And Aww. then you can also listen to our podcast. It's at Chick Peeps Pod on Instagram, and it's on all the platforms. And we just talk about veganism. I yeah. love it. Well, thanks and for... And Daniela's going to be on next week. I know. <laughs> um, and thank you for sharing your time with us, because yeah, I know it's valuable, and we me. really loved having you. So, so our 30 and 30 concluded with 30 and 60. <laughs> but uh, that's just how it crumbles when you got a lot of good information to share. So thanks for being on, Evie. My pleasure. Thanks, Evie. Thank you. Cheers to adulting, everyone. We'll see you next week. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. So I just signed up for this thing called Noom, mm-hmm. which was so cool. You can do a free trial at Noom.com. It's N-O-O-M, right? It's all about creating 
your healthy habit and fitness goals. That's perfect and for us right now. <laughs> tracking it along the way, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily looking to lose weight. I'm, I'm looking to do the opposite. Um, but with Noom, I can track everything as I go over this 90-day period, and I'm super psyched about it. Yeah, I think um, for me, I mean, I need better self-care. I need to feel confident in my new clothes, my new sizes. I want more energy. And just overall, I need to just feel a little bit more like glowy and full of life. So this is a great app for us. Um, there's just it's great you could have the ability to make healthier choices it's much more easy um you thought you understand like your thoughts and your patterns and honestly just in general i just want a stronger sense of self-worth so i could have a better mood and less stress and anxiety and that's exactly what noom is there to do for you uh you guys should definitely check out noom um you can sign up at uh, noom.com slash adulting and you really don't have anything to lose this is a chance for you to just get ahead of like your physical health and do something for yourself just go to noom.com slash adulting and you can start your free trial today that's noom.com slash adulting all right guys we're back here's adulting like a mother father Dang, dude. <laughs> luna love good she came with the heat you know what's funny is like we actually need to just sit down and watch some of her movies now. I know. You know? Because yeah. it's not like, I mean, let's be real. The whole world, generally speaking, is a fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's, we're, some, we're missing out. There's only out. two people that yeah. haven't really <laughs> it's us. watched or read. It's us. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I've seen one in theaters. Okay. I yeah, have seen yeah I've seen them on TV before. Oh, really? But I think they were the early ones. And I don't know if she was in those. I don't remember if she, I was. But it was so long ago. Once I know people, I want to see their work. So oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to go back and watch. Yeah. Um, I loved having her on the show. I think um, I think she's just loaded with a lot of depth. And I think that's yeah. a really cool thing to dive into as an adult. I think talking about this last night, we were discussing... A little bit about like how we could even go a little deeper in our relationship. Yeah, which is always possible. Yeah, I know. I yeah. sorry, I just went brain dead because I was thinking like, <laughs> do we even get into this topic? You should have seen. I'm looking at her face right now, and it went completely blank, <laughs> like, white, clear almost. <laughs> well, because like sometimes the, the, the we'll talk, we'll call it pillow talk. You know, it's like that's what it is. It is. It's exactly that, and I. I it was effective. I felt like it was nice to talk about something that we maybe struggle with or something that we want to like learn and grow from. But we were talking about this topic of communication and how we could be better about it and being more affectionate and how we could be better about it. We were talking about it without it being heated. Like, I don't know if anyone out there who's in a relationship or who's had experiences in a relationship, even in a friendship has ever, um, like in the heat of a moment and you're struggling with like some sort of I don't know, conflict or whatever, you feel like you can't be effective. Like it feels like the stakes are high, at least for me. And I can't get my head on straight enough to have like a real conversation. And so, yeah, I think ultimately you just have, from my perception, you just have a challenge, like controlling your emotion in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people deal with that, but that's, that's part of like working into being an adult as mm-hmm. well. It's like, you know, as, as humans, and this probably sounds weird or elementary or whatever, like one of our biggest forms of communication is the verbal piece, like yeah. being able to speak, right? So when you're an adult and you're spending every day of your life with somebody who's your, your partner or whatever, mm-hmm. you want to be able to do that back and forth. You want to be able to talk about the things that are amazing, the things that are challenging, 
and everything in between. Mm -hmm. And when you can't do that, it's tough. Yeah. It's not that I, I, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying you can't. No, no, no. And that was me getting defensive again. Uh (laughs) So I had to retract that real quick. Um, no, I know I'm not great at it. I numb out when things are, when things get difficult, I just want them to go away. You know what I've really learned about doing this show is when we have guests on, I always like, I like steal a piece of, of what I want to be better at from the interview. Like hearing that Evie went, goes to therapy and that she's like really good about working on herself. She's a mindful human being. She meditates. She does a lot of things that, you know, just to work on herself. I don't feel like that's like one of my strengths. And it seems to me that like all of these people that we've had recently say something along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. Yeah. I used to hate so bad on that piece. I Well, okay. It's just not something that I'm accustomed to. Yeah. You know, so I respect people. I've said this a million times to you. Like I respect that you're, big on meditating and that you have these rituals and now you wear your robe around the house like a little (laughs) god and you drink your lemon water and it's like i laugh at it but like at the same time that's what works for you and yeah obviously you know there's something to learn from all of this yeah but just like you like i'm trying to learn and grow right all these little things that i've been doing over the last few years like i'm taking from other people or from books or from uh podcasts or whatever Mm -hmm. like the lemon water is from a book i do that every single morning yeah uh, the meditation, I don't know how I got there, but I started using, um, headspace. Yeah. Headspace. Which a lot of people use apparently. Don't you feel like we've interviewed like, I don't know. I mean, at least a handful have said yeah. something like, Oh, yeah. I use headspace. And you're like, huh, oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great one. Super easy too. We should get sponsored by them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Come on producer, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm excited about this week. I feel like, um, with geo waking up only twice last night, Maybe there's a little more sleep in our future. I'm excited about who we have interviews with this week. So you yeah. guys, everyone who's listening, um, we always like really appreciate all of your support. But just know that we've got some cool people coming up. And I think some really informative podcasts that that's like the goal here. I mean, yeah. obviously, we want to entertain and we want to speak our truth and be real. But we also want to like add value. A hundred percent. And I, I, that's the coolest part is because, you know, we're trying to put stuff out there that's going to be helpful for people, but I'm learning just as much as the listeners are. Mm-hmm. Like I take that away. Every time we have somebody come in, I'm just like, wow, this is so cool. You get to talk to amazing people doing amazing things and you get to take at least one thing away and make yourself better. Yeah. If there's anything that you took away from hearing Evie talk or Ivana talk, um, I'd love to hear what it is. So when you guys do your little screenshots and you share on your stories, Maybe just tag something you thought was interesting about her, which, I mean, there's a lot, but <laughs> maybe pick one. Yeah, just one. Okay, cool. Um, so great. Up, so if, if you're not following Evie, make sure you go follow her on social platforms. Yep. Uh, stay informed as to oh, what she's I doing. something else to say. What? Ah, in a past episode, remember we were talking about like how much mist you use? And like all the kind of beauty stuff that you steal from me. I don't remember that. Okay. Well, this is really exciting breaking news. Um, but it's kind of, it's a catch 22. So basically we did decide to do a kinder beauty box for your partner. For Hold up. Man. Hold Wait, the what? phone. Really? Yeah. No, it's a real thing. I told you about this because I think I wanted your opinion on like what we should call it. I'm going to just say it. It's called the kinder bow box. Ooh. And it's awesome and it's super limited. So if you're not already a subscriber, you're likely not going to have the chance to get it. I'm going to be able to get one, right? 
no, I'm not even getting one. That's how limited it literally I got a text yesterday saying like, we're probably not gonna be able to send any of them out to, to you or Evie. What? Yeah. Cause there's not, there's two boxes. No, I know, but it's because the demand is probably going to be high. We've never done anything like this and we think that it's going to sell out in like less than 24 Did hours. You guys whatever. Put mist in so it? if you're a subscriber and you're looking for something for your man, for did you put man, mist in the box? No, we didn't put any mist in it, but this is the first of the kind of bow box. Okay. Oh, okay. Listen, okay. we're, we're, we're We've I had some one suggestion. I know. I know. One. Listen, if you're going to be an affiliate of Kinder Beauty Box, then you could talk. Uh, okay? okay. I don't see your I'll posts on social. <laughs> I'll sign up. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it, guys. Have an amazing Tuesday and a fantastic week. We will catch you on social and we'll uh, hopefully see you. Nope. We won't see you. We will have you no, listen we can next see. week. We'll, we'll do some live stuff soon. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so cool. And as always, guys, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, If you like what you hear, make sure you you go on the podcast app, leave a review for us, uh, and share it with your friends and family. Let other people know that this exists. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.